Confidential. Hasbro Internal Investigation Report Regarding Incident. Date of Incident, September 25th, 2010. Time of Incident, 12 p.m. Location of Incident, Beverly Center Mall, 8500 Beverly Boulevard, Los Angeles, California, 90048. Meet the My Little Pony Characters Event. Persons involved, Catherine Wilson, missing. Person writing the report, Donna Nixon, Hasbro HR slash legal. Summary of Incident. On Saturday, September 25th, 2010, at the Beverly Center in Los Angeles, California, Hasbro Marketing had prepared for a meet-and-greet of My Little Pony characters in promotion for their October 10th, 2010 premiere. Six actors and actresses were hired to be in costume for the event. See attached list. The meet-and-greet was supposed to last from 12pm to 5pm in the afternoon, followed by another event the next day. After the incident, however, all future events have been cancelled. Five of the six main characters exited the dressing room and proceeded to the stage except for Fluttershy, who was to be played by Katherine Wilson. She was the last to exit the dressing room. Problems arose from the start that included an unusual odor and the assault of several guests. 911 was called at some point after the actress was escorted from the stage. She was hospitalized shortly thereafter. See Daryl Castle's attached witness report. Witness description of incident. On Saturday, September 25th, 2010, I... Daryl Castle, was tasked with escorting the characters out from their dressing room onto the stage at the Beverly Center Mall. Miss Catherine Wilson, actress hired to play Fluttershy, was the last to arrive on stage. Already it was apparent that something was wrong. Miss Wilson appeared to be intoxicated. She was walking in an abnormal way and unable to travel in a straight line. When asked if she was okay, she just merely nodded and proceeded forward. I also noted that her costume was, for lack of a better word, filthy. Dark stains were all over the Fluttershy costume, with her eyes blacked out. There was a strange smell emanating from inside of it. At first, it smelled like bile, and when her legs briefly collapsed under her, they seemed squishy. Once again, I asked Miss Wilson if she was able to continue, and once again, she nodded, insisting that she would be able to perform her duties. I let her go on stage and called wardrobe for the spare Fluttershy costume we had in storage for emergencies to be brought out to her to change after the first set. When they entered the stage, set up for the meet-and-greet, all the characters went to their present locations, except for Mrs. Wilson. Fluttershy who continued to act in a strange way. She refused to stay in her area, and kept moving around to the other character locations. Most noticeably was how she interacted with the kids. Most of the children in attendance wanted nothing to do with the Fluttershy character. They constantly shielded away from Miss Wilson when she approached them. Some of the younger ones began to cry hysterically when she got close to them. None of the other characters had this problem, as there were reasonably long lines for the other five. When a few of the children got up the nerve to actually approach Fluttershy, 
and posed for a picture, Miss Wilson started to act even stranger. She would grab them and hold them in a possessive manner. She would then begin to act as if she were going to devour said child, opening the costume's mouth wide enough for her to potentially swallow said child, at which point the child would begin crying, and I would have to drag the child away from her back to their parents. At this time, I need to point out that the smell from the Fluttershy costume had gotten even stronger and more noticeable. It now wasn't so much bile as it was the smell of rotting meat. It was quite strong, with guests visibly retching whenever she got close enough. In one incident, Fluttershy was clearly upset when a little girl refused to get close to her as she avoided Fluttershy and walked back to her parents. Fluttershy proceeded to follow her out from the stage and onto the floor, still with that strange walk, and visibly tried to force the girl back to the stage. It was apparent that the girl was frightened by Miss Wilson's actions, and it was then when I approached the actress. I placed my hand on her shoulder in an attempt to direct her back onto the stage. When I did so, though, I noticed that the costume was squishy. It was as if there wasn't anything solid within the costume. Whatever it was that Miss Wilson put into her Fluttershy costume, it leaked through the fabric onto my hand as I continued to direct her to the stage. It was black and cold and, and it stung on contact. At this point, I radioed security and had them escort the other actors to the dressing room and to call 911 and a hazmat team to deal with the potentially dangerous substance that leaked from the costume. The longer I stayed with Fluttershy, I felt uneasy. It was as if a visceral, pure rage began to emanate from the costume. She was beginning to terrify me. Even so, I stayed with her, keeping her separate from the other actors until the last one of them had entered the dressing room. When the last actor entered the dressing room, I asked one of the security guards, Roger Halstead, to keep an eye on Miss Wilson while I checked on the other actors. Upon entering the dressing room, I noticed two of the Beverly Center Mall maintenance workers trying to enter the door to the mop room. Initially, I paid them no mind, and asked the actors if they had noticed anything bizarre about Miss Wilson before they were to change into their costumes. They said that Miss Wilson was already in costume when they entered. And it was at this point, the mall manager entered the dressing room to unlock the mop room. When he did, and the door opened, he screamed, Jesus! In alarm, which caught my attention. I ran to the mop room, and inside was Miss Wilson. Naked, and bleeding from her right hand, four of her fingernails missing from scratching her hand across the wall. In her own blood, she had written as follows. There are too many Fluttershies. They won't let me breathe. There are too many Fluttershies. They won't let me think. The Fluttershies hate me. The Fluttershies hate me. The Fluttershies are laughing at me. After that, the words become incomprehensible to read. See attached photos. It was then that we all heard this scream coming from the hallway. It was Halstead. 
His scream was followed by the screams of several of the actors who had run to the door to see what was going on and were now in full retreat from the doorway. I quickly made my way to the hall, where I gagged at both what I saw and smelled. Lying in the hallway was the lower half of Halstead. It was almost as if his upper torso had been melted away. Next to him lay the stained and discarded Fluttershy costume. The putrid smell of rot and death quickly enveloped the hall, and I ordered an evacuation. Once outside, we met with the paramedics who treated me for minor burns to my hand where the black goo had touched it. Miss Wilson, who was babbling incoherently, was taken to the hospital for treatment and observation. Continuation of Main Report We agree with Mr. Castle's initial assumption that Miss Catherine Wilson had taken some illegal drug and was indeed intoxicated. We believe that it was a type of airborne psychothropic drug that ultimately affected her the most severely, and everyone else in the mall to a much lesser degree, causing hallucinations. We believe strongly that Miss Wilson had arrived early and released said drug while in the mop closet, and then changed into her costume. By the time the others arrived on scene, the toxin had permeated the air within the mall. Due to Miss Wilson's longer exposure to it, her reaction was much more severe. How she wound up in the closet is indeed questionable. We can assume that perhaps the others had simply not noticed her locking herself in it and were beginning to suffer the effects of the drug. This would explain the lack of the previously mentioned body of security guard Roger Halstead and the lack of any black fluid at the scene. The suit, which did smell awful, was incinerated at the close of the initial investigation. Miss Catherine Wilson who was committed at Brothman Memorial Hospital's psychiatric wing, disappeared two weeks after the fact. Federal and local authorities have been informed, and she appears on the no-fly list as we speak. We do not expect to hear from her again. However, we have told security to keep their eyes open for her. Addendum it is unknown at this time who is responsible for inflating all of those yellow balloons with the pink butterflies and rabbit designs in the room of Miss Wilson. Nor is it clear who left the Fluttershy doll with its eyes blacked out in her room as well. We will have to conduct an internal investigation into who might be responsible for such actions and speak with our manufacturers in China. These dolls aren't supposed to be on the market yet. And the fact that one of them showed up in a mental hospital is clearly a violation of our marketing and product policies. When found, the employee or employees should be terminated immediately to prevent further violations. <laughs>